Hey everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In the previous video you were introduced to the updated concept of UV tracking and shading with an action projector. Image data was projected onto an animated 3D model and the projection tracked with the UVs of the object. There were also additional controls where you could control the shading to blend the projection onto the receiving object. In this video you'll look at another example of projecting with UVs… but this time it'll be on an extended by cubic surface. This is slightly different to projecting on a 3D model… so this is worth watching. Now if you're someone who uses the deform mesh functionality in action… the workflow is the same with preparing the UV projection tracking. Secondly, if you want to follow along with this video… Please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the displayed link in your favorite web browser. To set up the example, create a batch group that's 100 frames long and import the logo from the downloaded media into the media panel. Next, click the load arrow and load and append the setup into the current batch schematic. Double click on the action node and press ALT2 to switch to a 2-up view. Action schematic on the left and result viewport on the right. So to explain what you're seeing… this action setup has a white surface with a substance PBR material which gives you the wood texture. The logo is already being projected onto the surface and it is blended with the wood texture using a subtractive mode which gives you the black colour. Finally, the 3D scene is lit using an IBL map attached to the camera… and another light is being used to create some highlights. Now just for a bit of fun… as well as illustrating the projection UV tracking… we're going to animate this textured surface as if it's having a great workout. As for the serious part of this example… you'll want the logo to lock and bend with the surface's UV coordinates. Now what is very important about the projection UV tracking workflow… is that the tracking will only work if the object already has animated keyframes. If it does not… and you go to the projector menus under rendering… and set a UV reference… The projection will slide and not stick to the receiving object. So the rule is initial animation first… and then set a reference. Remove any reference frames if you've already set one. We'll leave the projector visible so you can see the projection slip as you animate the surface… and you'll fix that after the animation. So select the image surface to call up its menus… and switch the surface type from flat to extended by cubic. Switch to the vertices menu and subdivide the surface twice. Now my advice to you is to prepare your reference frame which will perfectly align your projection. For example, you'll be distorting this image at the beginning and the end of the composite. However, it will pull back to its original shape in the middle. So go to frame 50 and this will ultimately become the reference frame for the UV tracking used by the projector. Now in order to prevent your projection from slipping when you animate the surface… 
you need to have an animation keyframe on the frame of reference. This will help in locking the projection. Since the object in question is an extended by cubic, you hold CONTROL and select all the vertices on the surface. Click SET KEY. So every vertex has a keyframe to the projection reference frame. If you are using a deform mesh, you would keyframe the deform mesh vertices. Or if this was a 3D object, you would keyframe the object's axis and any deformation tools at the current reference frame. Now let's start deforming the extended by cubic. Go to the first frame and enable AUTO KEY. Next, hold CONTROL and draw a box selection over the left vertices of the surface. The selection should include the vertex tangents as well. As a small tip, enable AUTO ADJUST so that the tangents will scale with any transformations applied to the vertices. You can play with that in your own time to see the difference. Now to match what you see, we'll make the adjustments numerically. In the X rotation, set the value to 90. Scrolling the time bar, you can see the surface is having a good stretch. Go to frame 100 and set the X rotation to minus 90. So you should get a twisting movement throughout the whole duration of the composite, but remember that at frame 50, you have a keyframe for your animated reference frame. Now go back to frame 1 and you'll repeat the same process on the right side of the textured frame. Hold CONTROL and draw a box selection over the right vertices of the surface. Now set the X rotation values to the inverse of the left side. Set the X rotation value to minus 90. Go to the end frame and set the X rotation values to 90. Next, turn off AUTO KEY. When you scrub the time bar, you can see the textured surface is having a great workout. But during all this time, the projection is slipping and sliding all over the receiving object. To lock the projector into place, you add a reference frame. Go to frame 50 and double-click on the projector for its controls. So the projection is perfectly positioned on this current frame. Click SET UV REFERENCE. When you scrub the time bar again, you can see that the projection is now sticking to the textured object as it bends and distorts over time. If you unset or delete the UV REFERENCE at any frame, you'll see the projection snap back to its original projected state. Now all this time, I have said that you are using frame 50 as your reference frame. You added an animated keyframe at this frame to maintain the state of the surface, but the projection would still slip until this frame was set as the UV reference. However, once the object has animation, you can actually use any frame as a reference frame for the projection's UV tracking. So at a random frame, Click SET UV REFERENCE. When you scrub the time bar, you'll see the logo distort as expected, but it will look really strange at frame 50, 
because the pixels of the projection have already been distorted by the new reference frame. So remember, have some animation on the object first, and then set your reference frame. Now the reason for having a keyframe at the frame of reference is that it locks the shape of the object and its UVs at that point in time. So even if you change the shape of the 3D object or surface after or before frame 50, the shape and its UVs remain the same at the reference frame, therefore the projection does not slide during the entire duration of the composition. If you set a reference on any frame without a keyframe for movement or deformation, as soon as you start tweaking the animated deformation on another frame, the projection will slide, causing unwanted results. This information is crucial for the projected UV tracking to work correctly. To see a different angle on the surface through the camera, hold ALT and orbit the camera around the surface. Scrubbing the timebar once more, you can see how the textured surface is having a great workout, and the logo remains firmly in place using the reference UVs from frame 50. As I said at the beginning of this video, this workflow works for all scenarios using projected UV tracking, including extended by cubics, the deformation mesh and 3D object animations. Don't forget to also check out the other enhancements, workflows and features to the Flame 2018.2 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos.